Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Your Rainbow Reads, where we are going to discuss some books that contain LGBTQ plus representation or are written by authors. Yeah, we're, either one is fine. But these happen to both, you know, I should actually not say or are written by LGBTQ authors because I don't know that we have reviewed any books that are written by authors that are members of the community that do not have representation. Yeah, T.J. Klune is actually um, asexual. Yes, I learned that when I was reading about this book that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, because I think in one episode we may have said that he was gay. And then I was like, is that true? But he identifies as asexual. That is wonderful because we need more ace representation on Absolutely. And this... This one of the books we have didn't it have ace representation? Absolutely, yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah. The so main that character. Was, the yeah, main that character. was really great. We today. I'm Susie, by the way, and I'm Holly. So nice to we just dropped, talk to all of you again. <laughs> we just dropped the ball on that. Like we've not done this ever before. We've done this a few times, a couple of times. But today we are going to be doing retellings, and we have the Secret Life of Puppets by T.J. Klune, and. A new author, um, and the book is called Robin and Her Misfits. Yes, author is Kelly Ann Jacobson. Yes, and that was obviously a Robin Hood retelling. Love, love, love. This I concept. am obsessed with Robin Hood, and I was going to ask you. There's not a lot out there. There's not. When I looked around, I could, because here's the thing. I've been looking forward to this book since, I don't know how I caught wind of it so long ago. And I thought, surely there's another, like, Robin Hood retelling. And there wasn't. No, I, I can't remember reading one. But what is your favorite Robin Hood movie? Man. And there's only one answer. Well, there's two answers. I guess I'm going to have to go with the Carrie Always movie. Oh, is that Men in Tights? I believe so. That was not the answer. I didn't even remember that until you literally just mentioned it. I mean, I kind of thought that's where you were going because I can't think of any other ones except for the one that stars like the cartoon Fox. No, the Kevin Costner one that has Alan Rickman as the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I apologize. That was... Brian Adams, everything I do, I oh I will I will spare you, friends, the, my singing because you it's would sh- you, you would shut it. it you would shut this podcast off. The, F- too sweet. the FCC would close it. They down. would they would shut us down. But that is the Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. That's the best one. That I mean, outside of the cartoon. I think I've shared with our listeners before that I have some memory problems at times. That's cool. I don't have a thorough Do you don't memory have a memory of that film. In fact, I have very, like... Mm, but if I sang that Brian Adams song to you, you would immediately know. I don't even need to sing it, and you can sing don't. it in your head right now. Yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to hear the song. No, but that's the song. That That's the best one, other than, obviously, the Disney version, which was... the. Fox. The Fox, yes. That one was so, so good. So good. But now that you mention it, I wasn't even thinking of the Carrie Ellis one. And that one was... See, I can't... It was silly. That kind of silliness gets on my nerves. I'm sorry to offend anyone. Yeah. I don't typically... 
these days, I certainly don't care for that kind of silliness. That slapsticky kind back, of humor. Is, back then, you know, yeah. the Jim Carrey, the the golden age of Jim Carrey, and them. okay, Jim Carrey was though funny back okay, in the day. Ace Ventura. Okay, that was I not loved it. that so much. Liar, liar! I can watch that a hundred times and still laugh about it because that was where he wasn't necessarily being over the top silly. But he was still doing all of that physical comedy, and it was re- so he's good. so funny, yeah, so good. So look, I came up with a, I came up with a question of the day. Yeah, we were struggling. We we're, we're we going to admit to you, we were on the struggle bus as far as what to what to, intro- how to introduce these books because we've already talked about retellings one time, and I can't remember what the circumstances were. But I shared my love of Jack and the Beanstalk and how I wish there was a sapphic retelling of that. And then I had to tell her that I don't remember having that conversation with her. Not one second of that do I remember. I don't know what was going on, but I don't remember it. But then I had another question of the day. It was about robots, and she's like, we've already done that one too. But I think it's probably because I don't re-listen to this. You don't listen. When you say you don't re-listen, you don't listen, period. No, I don't. Once I say it, it's out in the universe, and I don't know what the fuck I've said. Yeah. It's, it's just done. It's done. <laughs> so that's why I had, but I came up with a question. Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. Good job, and thank you. So we are going to talk about T.J. Klune's book first, The Secret Life of Puppets. The Secret Life of Puppets was anxiously awaited. You know? I had a net galley arc of this. I believe you read the description of this book and started crying. I did. Yeah. I cried. I think this may have been the earliest I've ever cried in a T.J. Klune book. At 38%. However, I didn't cry at the end. Well, I mean, it was a happy ending. I, I mean, I, as a fairy tale retelling. I, I guess. Think we, can, we can all assume that a fairy tale retelling is going to have something yes. of a happy sure. ending. Sure. And so this is a retelling of Pinocchio. And I would also, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say a little bit Wizard of Ozzy. I've read that online, and I was like, yes. That was, there was, there was some bits of, like, so I've read that. I kind of felt that with some of the characters. Okay. But it is basically a Pinocchio retelling. Yeah. And I thought, you know, an, an interesting and complex retelling in that way. Yes. Now, I'm going to come out and say this. This was not my favorite T.J. Klune book. Now, but that's not saying that much because any T.J. Klune book to me is top tier. Yeah. But out of the three that I've read, this was not my favorite. But I still very, very much loved it. T.J. Klune has a way of writing supporting characters that is just, to me, he has no match. Like, they, every character you love... They're all so well-written, and they're funny and sincere and all the, everything you could have in it. And even when they're a vacuum yeah. or yeah. or a um, nurse robot, you somehow, like, intensely... How could I intensely care about a fucking Roomba? Okay, here's the thing. Because people say this all the time. Oh, it was laugh out loud funny. You know, we still we do the yeah. LOL and all this yeah. shit, right? I don't laugh out loud at books. I don't. Nurse Ratchet she, yes. had me laughing out loud with her interactions with Rambo. Yes, and I'm going to tell you this straight up. I listened to this book on audio. 
And if you have the means or you have Audible or Scribed or any from your library, whatever, if you've never listened to an audiobook, I would strongly encourage you to do this one. Listen to this one on audio because this narrator was incredible. Yeah. He did the voices of all the characters and they absolutely came to life. And Nurse Ratchet sounded exactly in my head and he did it just like that was so funny and so great all the characters were great and honestly I think I may not have enjoyed this book quite as much as if I had read it as when I listened to it because it was like a movie it was so good nurse ratchet made this (laughs) story because I agree with you my least favorite. Now, this is least favorite of three, right? Right. House of the Cerulean Sea was my favorite, then Whispering Door, and now this is third, which that is major company to keep, you know? Oh, for I sure. mean, those were two five-star reads for me. So to say that this one is not as good for me, it still is head and shoulders above a lot of the books that we read, okay? Just to clarify that. Nurse Ratchet made this story. Absolutely. And her rela- and actually her relationship with Rambo and the world was so interesting. It really was. And this. <clears throat> it was very well fleshed out, I thought, too. Yeah. And like, you know, when they went on a little road trip, I was like, yes! Yes! Road trip! It was road so good. Time. It was so good. The only thing that I did not love, I think that why I didn't love it as much as the other ones is because I felt like it went on a little bit too long. I felt like there was a stopping point that it could have ended and I would have been completely satisfied. It was great. It felt like the story was whole. It went on a little bit too long for me. Totally agree. And that, you know, was, that's really why it wasn't probably my favorite. Because it was just, it felt like it went on a little bit too long. But TJ Klune does this magical thing where he writes characters also that are very, very human, even when they're not. Right. But they teach you something about humanity also while making you laugh and cry at the same time. Yeah, because many of the main characters in this book were not human. Right. I, there w- <laughs> and there really wasn't any differentiation as far as emotion and how you connected with the character and how he described the characters between the two. Yeah, and I feel like I would die for Rambo. Yeah. Like, I would run back into a house and snatch Rambo up and yeah. save Rambo. If the, I, I loved it. And also, Rambo, you know, is a vacuum. It's not any... I'm not giving anything away. You yeah, can, you can read it on the description right. of the book. He's an anxious little vacuum. Yes, and I want to say, also, the anxiety rep in this was also really good. The, both I thought so, too. Both the books that we read this time had, had great... I'll, very I'll good. mention that in a minute, but this was really... I thought it was well done. Like, I feel like... Rambo embodies a lot of people, myself very much included, with like the anxious energy. Yeah, yeah. And and also how these robots and they are robots loved the main character too. Yes, and he loved them. I mean, yes. everyone supported Rambo when he was feeling anxious. And yeah, that was so beautiful. To see. I lo- I loved it. I loved it. So, what did you give the Secret Lives of Puppets? I gave the Secret Lives of Puppets four stars. Um, the you know the the concerns I've had, I think I already pretty much talked about, but it, like you said, the 
the ending kind of fell for me. It just kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah, it, it like, did. It seemed like, um, you know, trying to trying to do more than was needed, I'll say. That's a great way to put it. I mean, that's what I thought. Like, I, na- I naturally thought that it could have ended at this one point, and it would have felt whole and complete to me. And there was still, like, a chunk of it left. I felt like it was, like, maybe 30%. Yeah. Which it felt just, it felt just a hair too long. I gave it five stars, obviously. I still loved it. I, these characters hold my heart. I will think about them. Every single time I see a Roomba vacuum now, I will think of Rambo, <laughs> Rambo. forever and ever. And I loved it. What did you think about the representation in this book? Representation, this book, we mentioned this a bit at the start, had I'm going to say extremely good ace representation. Yes. There was an asexual character in the book, um, and th- the author, who also identifies as ace, um, did a really good job of explaining how ace people also want, desire relationships. Yes. Some ace people desire relationships. I thought that was really great, too, because I think there definitely is a misconception about asexuality, yes. and it's not very talked about or known much about in just co- common culture. Yeah, I think the topic is, itself makes some people uncomfortable, even within the queer community. So it, it, it was really, a, really nice to see. Yeah, it was great. That representation portrayed in the book so authentically. Yeah. I mean, I would give it five pride flags for representation, but I will say, too, like that, that wasn't the bulk of it. No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I can think of there was a non binary character. Um, there were there was there was a bit of representation in the book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah yes, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's okay. That's even I forgot I had forgotten about that, but you're exactly yeah. right. It was a bit of a it was a strange role. Not that not the fact that the character was non-binary, but just a no that an char- odd that an odd character that character freaked me the fuck out yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I will say there is a character in the book called the Coachman. And I, oh. I swear to you, the oh. narrator deserves 10 stars for his voice for Nurse Ratchet and the coachman because his voice acting on the coachman was stellar. The coachman it, also kind of made the book. So good. Yeah. And, the, and the whole description of the coachman and his, I don't want to even say what he was in, yeah. but his, the dwelling was so good. Yeah. All of it was so... And the, the whole thing is that T.J. Klune is so good at is just creating these worlds yes. that you think are just real. This was beautiful. I, the and world I, building was really beautiful. It was really beautiful. So, please, I know we're, we're a little bit down on this one just a tiny bit, but T.J. Klune is a master. Yes. Go out and read this book if you just want to feel something. Because I will say, I did cry at 38%. It got me really good. And Holly was like, fuck, how can you be crying? And I'm like, the second you get to the part... I did know. You will know immediately. And I know I have a little bit of baggage surrounding that. And that was probably why it got me so good. But it was very... It was sad, though. It was sad as shit. And it was intense. And But in the same second, it's like... You're so sad and you're crying and then like the next second you're laughing because Nurse Ratchet is so out of order. Yeah, it launched them on a quest. Yes. The quest was full of adventure and excitement. Yeah. And it was it was a really solid like you said, we've talked a little we're not shit talking the book, but it's 
we've said that it doesn't quite stand up to its predecessors, but it's still one of the better books you'll read this year. And for sure, you should definitely read. And and I will story. say this: I do. I am Sister Sunshine. I am always like super hyped about these books, but I also want you guys to trust us when we say and talk about these books and say that we really love something. And we also want to be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... It was funny because I was a little hesitant to tell you that it wasn't, like, my absolute favorite. I was hesitant as well. And we both were like, oh, good. That you also (laughs) felt, like, a little bit like the ending, you know, fell off a little bit. And that's okay. That doesn't mean... Like, everything can't be perfect. No. uh, Everything's certainly not five stars for me. No. And I don't think it should be. I mean, a lot of things are five stars for me, but I also want you guys to trust my reviews, too, and then I'm not just blowing smoke. So I can read a little bit critically about T.J. Clune and say, you know, that was a little long for me, my friend. We still love him, though. We still love... We, we do still love him. Next up, we have... A word from our sponsor. Hello, Rainbow Readers! We have some super exciting news. We have our first sponsor here on your Rainbow Reads. Yay! It's a great trans-owned company called Homebody MN, and they are a book box subscription company that sends you a curated box of used books every quarter. You just go on their website and fill out their form with your likes and dislikes. You can even link your Goodreads page to it so they know what you've read already, and they will put a box together just for you with an emphasis on minority authors. So cool. So that's awesome. They also sell the best-selling 100% soy wax candles with the most clever names. We even got some. And what was one of them? Ours were Burn the Patriarchy and Let's Try a Matriarchy. So cool is that? It's so cute. And we have a special coupon code for our listeners to get what? They get 25% off their first box and just go on the website and type in Rainbow25. Yeah, it's the website is www.homebodymn, as in Minnesota.com. And let's go support this great trans-owned company. Go get a box. Okay, the other book we read. Yeah. The other retelling, Robin and Her Misfits. And like I said, I had been waiting on this one. For, I don't know, man. I think this had caught my eye, like, on Instagram a million years ago. You did. I feel like, I feel like it was, like, right when we started this podcast, I started hearing about this book. Well, I we, don't know. We immediately actually went searching for this on NetGalley, and if I recall correctly, which... It I wasn't on there. It was not on there. It was not on NetGalley, and you... I'm shameless. Sorry. Because <laughs> you... You are very bold, and I like that, because I am not. I am a pansy. I would not... Uh, just email someone out of the blue that's just not who i am but you did and you got us copies of this and the author was incredibly delightful to send us this so delightful thank you so much kelly and jacobson we truly truly appreciate the copies we got of this book and you don't understand how much i had anxiously awaited this book so yes it really made my made my week i'll say right off the top this cover is so cool. I love it. I thought it was a fucking awesome cover. And, you know, I'm obsessed with covers. And I didn't actually say, um, 
The Secret Life of Puppets cover was also badass. Yeah, it was really And good. it very much um, fell into the same cover as the other two books, Cerulean and Sea and Whispering Door also. True, true. But this cover was kick-ass. Yeah, it was kick-ass, and it was definitely preparing you for the book, which was also extremely kick-ass. Yeah, these women were fucking awesome. Yes. Badass. Badass. Bitches. From the start. You yes. You know, this, the story starts... Actually, the story was told in, um, how do you say it when it goes back? Well, it was flashbacks. Yeah, it was flashbacks. And so you meet these characters when they're adults, and then it also flashes back to when they were kids, teenagers, how they kind of um, met each other and how they kind of started running this little biker gang together. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I think that was hard for me to follow, which I normally love books that are dual timeline that's one of my favorite things in a book. This was a sometimes it got a little bit harder to follow, but also I was listening to the bulk of it on audio. It was on um scribed, so I got it because I'm telling you TJ's book sent me into the worst slump I've ever been in. I was so it was over and I I have had the worst time and you know we actually, friends, here's a little peek behind the scenes. We should have recorded this a while ago, mm. but because the ball I dropped was rolling down the road. It was rolling down the road. It was rolling down the road, and I actually didn't even think I was going to be able to finish this. I told Halls, I was like, we may just have to record it with me like having read 50%. But And I was like, no, no, it's good. You need to keep at it. Yeah, but then I kept at it, and we were supposed to record it today, and I was like, I just can't. But then did yeah you finished it in one I day. finished it in 24 hours yeah. but i will tell you a lot of that had to do with the fact that i was able to listen to the audio and friends let me let me just give you a tip i read for pleasure but also this podcast so we are reading a lot slumps happen yes and it has nothing to do with the quality of books it nope. has nothing to do with um you know what the last book was like it just sometimes you just lose the momentum a little bit yeah and i'm not even kidding i have a planner and i write at the top of the planner every single week what books that i want to finish or start for the week and i know shit have like four that i've started and i just cannot i couldn't finish one I was really struggling, but once this got going, I feel like I said I finished it in 24 hours, but if you get into a slump, I strongly encourage you if you have access to listen to audiobooks while you're doing laundry, while you're cleaning up your house, doing your dishes or whatever, it really helped pull me out of that slump and I was able to, I read, I read like the last, I don't know, you know, 30% of it because I wanted to blow through it, but that very much helped me. Yeah, like you said, you started it on audio and finished it um, reading it. Yes. So that's that's a beautiful way to take care of that slump, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel good now. I feel like also once you, if you've been in a slump and you do like I do and you start a whole bunch of books and don't finish it, that can make your slump continue because you're like, now I'm not finishing anything. Yeah. You get a little bit down on yourself. I was a little bit bummed out. I felt bad about, I didn't want to let Holly down. But now I feel super charged up and ready to go. So happy to finish it, and the it was, it was definitely good. And I finished it in one day, so that was you know it had to be kind of quick moving for that, and it was. Yeah, to me it was told in three parts. It was told like when they were kids, 
the you know the main bulk of their the second part was like the main bulk of their heists you know right and then the third was like as older adults and so it was was actually four parts because then there was the epilogue which i'm not going to tell you the epilogue but the epilogue yeah i I can't i still cannot believe you love that epilogue i loved it my goodness (laughs) so so my favorite part was like the middle you know the the, yeah. the age where they were Same. pulling off the heists and doing yes. all the robberies but i really enjoyed learning about their backstories how they all came together as kids um, and it really helped you to kind of pick your favorite characters and learn about their interactions with each other it was just all these badass biker women i, I love, love that it. i love so and cool. i really loved again in this book there was excellent excellent anxiety representation oh yeah which i felt so seen by that um with little john because i've mentioned on this podcast before i have anxiety and this year has been particularly difficult and this character the way she experienced anxiety very much is like how i experience it also and her friend was so great like you're always so cool about whenever i tell you i was like i'm slipping into it and you're always super cool and like not wanting to add to my anxiety which no this does you gotta not. take care of yourself but it, i thought that was so great that the friend was so understanding yeah. and helpful i yeah. thought that was and also not just like oh it'll be okay because i feel like a lot of times when you have anxiety people are just like just don't worry about it. Yeah, which oh. is like the 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 least helpful thing to tell someone who has anxiety. <laughs> right. It, like, okay, cool. Thanks for that. But like, Robin really saw her and knew exactly what to do. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Robin gave her her medication, which is what some people, myself included, need when they're anxious. And yeah. I thought that was good that that wasn't avoided and just been like, hey, just don't worry. I like the really good depictions of friendship and what support looks like and, you know, what it looks like to support each other through a lifetime. That is, it was a lifetime. I I did see us um, as little John and Robin a little bit and how they've been friends for so long because we've said before we've been friends for longer than we haven't. Yeah, for sure. And that I thought that was a really beautiful depiction. Now, my only bone I have to pick with this, girl, I could not get with Daisy Chain's story. I like Daisy Chain. No, I I I don't know. Like the last bit of that oh, was very yeah, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the flashbacks and whatever, I was kind of having a little bit of trouble keeping up. And I actually, I just really wanted to see more of Little John. I did too. I think Little John was my absolute favorite character. Robin and Little John were my favorite characters. And so sure. it ended with um, Daisy Chain's story. Yeah. And I don't want to give anything away. So that's all I can say about that. But I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of Little John. Yeah, you like Little John. I, I do. Too. I, I like really, I really, I connected very deeply with that character. Yeah. So I felt like a little salty that I was like, I wanted to know more about. <laughs> You're like, but what happened to Little John? Yeah, I did. I'm like, <laughs> don't all leave right. me like this. All right, Kellyanne Jacobson. There you go. Part two. Little John. I don't know how there can be a part two. Nah, there won't be. I was this just was kidding. and this no, was this was good, perfect. This, this was, was really a very much a story that was told in full, start to finish. Yep, wrapped it up, and I love to see it. I love to see it too because you know what? A lot of people now, authors, 
write duologies or trilogies or series or whatever, and that's great, but you know how I am. I drop the hell out of books. Yeah. Like, I have a very hard time going for, unless I read it very quickly back to back, I'm surprised that I've, the, this Poison Heart series I finished, if we're being honest. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have if we hadn't done it for this, and I ended up loving it. Yeah, but, it like, good. it's hard for me sometimes to finish, like, a duology or a trilogy, and this was magical that it was, like, it just told a whole story, and I love that. So what stands out for us? Found family. The Oh, for sure. Yeah, I like anything. I liked the anxiety. The mental health representation was fucking on point feminist sapphic badassery yes um and i liked it revenge oh there was disability rep yeah 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 that's right and i also liked it that there was a couple that stuck together that is true because sometimes that's harder to find yeah that good point that you see like Oh, there is a happily ever after, but this was like the couple have been together the whole the book whole and time. they stayed together and I loved that. Yeah, I love that too. Good and point. also, um, there was a southern character. Yes. But Kellyanne, let's not all of us southerners talk like that. We don't have to have <laughs> analogies with dogs and that was like mm, okay but i do like it that there was a southern character we appreciate the humor we do appreciate it but that was it was really great for me i just i think it did sometimes with the flashbacks it got a little bit off track for me but overall i loved it and i thought it was super fast paced and very fun and definitely something we've not seen before yeah delivered the heist which i appreciate because sometimes books they say they're heist and then they're liars. Yeah. So this this was definitely heist. There was a twist. There was a twist. Yeah, okay. There was a twist, and I love a twist. So what did you give Robin and her misfits? Four and a half stars for Robin and her misfits for me. Excellent. And I gave it four stars and I would say five million pride flags. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this representation was I mean, every box I almost that you could think of checking. Yeah, you get all five. It was great. It was absolutely, that representation was fantastic. This was a really awesome, it was really, really good. And I can't wait to see more from this author. You know, we actually, um, we didn't, we didn't rate uh, Chili Peppers today. Uh, well, there wasn't really, was there any, in, I mean, I would say maybe a half, a seated, a seated jalapeno in I mean, it was very, very mild. Very Nothing mild. really. Yeah. And in this one, not really either. No, I don't think so. We're, we're chili-free today, friends. Yeah. No chili. So no spice. If and you don't like the spice, go out there and read these two books because they were both very, very good. Definitely. These are two excellent picks. And thank you again, Kelly Ann, for responding to Hull's email so kindly and yeah. sending us this arc. You're it was lovely. so good. It was so, so good. And we really enjoyed it. And we cannot wait to see what you write next. So if you want to pick up these books, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to um, our Amazon. Now, we obviously recommend that you go out and support your local bookstore. But let's say you can't or something's going on. You're just in a real hurry. Go ahead and click on that link. Get us a couple of coins. Um, Yeah. If you'd like to 
subscribe, leave a review, a little tell a up. friend. We're still um, we have a a book giveaway contest. No that one we're has participated, on. so I know we're going to put out a different book. We're thinking maybe y'all don't like the book we have offered well, right now. You're wrong though. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you can get your lecture later, <laughs> but if you want to leave a review, take a screenshot and send it to us on Instagram at your rainbow reads. We'll enter you for a chance to win a free book, a, f- a whole free book. I mean, it's free. It is. What do you have to lose? Three dollars. Type like four words. They say fuck too much, or this was funny, or whatever, <laughs> and take a screenshot of it and send yeah. it to us, and we'll send you a free book. Because well, you literally, you'll be this? the we'll only let entry you fucking right now. choose the book that you want. You can choose what you want. Yep. Just and give us a review. Because on. one of the books we have to give away is Her Majesty's Royal Coven, and there's a sequel coming out this summer, and you're going to want to read that. You want this book. You do. You do. So go ahead and give us a thumbs up and we will see you next time take care out there bye